0: This appendix episode of Bonfireside Chat is brought to you by our patrons of Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv, you can join legion uh, people who have decided to help us out by kicking us a few bucks a month and uh, help us uh, pay for the show or at least make it not cost us anything, which is great. And we appreciate it. So thank you.
1: Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counter with power and with confidence.
0: My name is Gary Butterfield. My
1: name is Cole Ross. My name is Alex Briggs.
0: And you're listening to a Bonfireside Chat Appendix. It is a very cursed appendix. <laughs> you should have it looked at.
1: Yep. <laughs> and uh this week we are reading your responses to the crown of the ivory king dlc and as you heard uh alex was kind enough to stick around i'm the greatest yeah (laughs) Yeah, thanks alex (laughs) yeah Yeah. alex from the there you are podcast and uh future stuff in the future yeah Yeah, that's that's when that's when
2: that stuff happens yep
0: yeah that's where we'll be spending the rest of our lives oh in the future (laughs) Um, yeah, so we, we have some responses and stuff for your thoughts on the eye breaking and, uh, Cole, do you want to get us started here? Yes. So Max
1: peepinbrink.
0: I, man, <laughs> that last name is really great. Max, I don't, I'm not trying to make fun of it. I just like no. it a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm only laughing because I don't know if I'm mispronouncing it. So please forgive me.
0: It just, it <laughs> sounds, it sounds like a, like a eccentric candy maker. Like, Max and Hoff and Peepin Brinks and Stuff and Wuffer Cuff and Puffs or something like that. Like, it just sounds very, very whimsical in a way I really like. Yeah. It's the
2: Imaginarium of Max Max Brinks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I cannot like, say. I'm sorry, Max.
0: You could run an Imaginarium. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a Magorium a Wonderful Emporium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I just really like it, so it's not. It's I'm not trying to be mean. I just think it's really great. Yeah,
1: Mo- moving on. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, this DLC renewed my hatred of chihuahuas and the entirety of the Sonic fandom. I faced those old fears when I took an elevator down to the lower areas of the DLC in search of sleepy night friends to help me in the boss fight. Those creepy little Sonic the icicle Hedgehog Chihuahua looking assholes were hard to hit and basically bone wheels 2.0 to me, with the added improvement of being too small to hit reliably with anything but a downward swing. I was in my soul's prime for this area, but those little guys killed me more than anything here. There is levity, despite this DLC's harrowing difficulty in many spots. It's not often you're given an opportunity as ripe as pushing a snowball down a large slope and watching it roll away all your problems like you're in some sort of Saturday morning cartoon. hmm
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah, like, I don't have that much to add to that. That's yeah. true. I like the idea of sleepy night friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it's
0: it's like it's like a creep like a creepy nursery rhyme. Like you know, beware yeah. the sleepy night friends that will bring you the right end. <laughs> like it is. It has this very like uh, they're like the Dillans. small ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Like exactly what they sound like. Um, <laughs> the sleepy but. night friends. It's the yeah. craziest <laughs> cartoon. Um, yeah. uh, DJ Davis on Facebook says uh, this is my least favorite D of the DLC uh, levels it's dull boring and lifeless the castle environment doesn't feel abandoned so much as unfinished on top of this a terrible ending in which grinding becomes necessary and a reward that has uh, little value seeing how you're going to lose it as soon as you progress into the next cycle so the, the first like that last part I think he's talking about that crown benefit mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about in the next episode I don't think you do lose that in the next cycle
1: like you, I you do, you do. Oh, you do. Okay, I, I just confirmed it
0: today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wasn't, wasn't sure about that. Um, I'm not sure how, like, I don't know, man, like DJ, DJ is very active on our Facebook. Uh, wall, and there's just like a lot of things I don't agree with DJ about. Like, I appreciate all of the participation, <laughs> but there's a lot of like, it's just like, I just take things in different ways. Like, you know, in ways I can't necessarily like understand, mm-hmm. you know? So I mean, which is we're just fine. Or at the end of the day, we're just disagreeing about video games. Who cares, right? Yeah. But it is just one of those things where I just had a real different experience
1: mm-hmm. than this. Yeah. And it's hard to make an argument from experience.
0: Yeah, totally. Like it's like I think that like if reading between the lines of this, like this is really mechanically focused. Mm-hmm. So like the idea that um, there's little value in that. The crown benefit that you get because you lose it in the next cycle Mm -hmm. like well yes there's little value to it mechanically if you're just going to try to get as far as you can into the new game cycles but it still has a lot of significance kind of story-wise in -hmm. a way like it's a little bit unsatisfying to me ultimately but like it does have some kind of interest there and then the the ending in which grinding is necessary like as per last uh, episode like i just didn't do it Mm -hmm. you know it was fine Yeah. Um, you know that's a that's a real quick way to avoid grinding.
1: Yeah. Um, is just
0: not is just not to. It's a real good way to avoid anything. Is just not doing it.
1: Um, yes. So I just like had a
0: different different feel to it, different kind of experience.
1: Yeah. Ne- necessary is a is a tricky word there.
0: Yeah. So just yeah, just, just I just have a different different take on it. Which again, you can't argue with experience. Mm-hmm. And like I think you can kind of like between that, you can kind of articulate the different mm-hmm. tacks we're taking with this um and then kind of seeing some of his other posts like throughout the the history of dark souls too like i think that's kind of that might bear out to be a little bit true mm-hmm. um you know as far mm-hmm. as his perspective the but different, like it different
1: just a it's of values
0: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. which is yeah. which is fine because it's all just disagreeing about video games Exa- exactly
0: yeah. like at the end of the day like it doesn't matter it's yeah. video games but and, the uh
1: yeah and if it feels like we're being flip about like addressing any of the criticisms he has the the main episode kind of could kind of yeah, you know, go back and listen to that. That is the evidence that we provide for for why we feel the way we feel.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, sure. and well, the, the thing with the castle thing is so weird because every once in a while someone will just see something as different. And mm-hmm. um, this happens with like uh, Vivian all the time too. Vivian, who's been on the show and who's a friend, like there are things that she just like will go on about that I just have different experiences with. And at some point, I just run out of ways to say it didn't seem like that to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I don't, you know, like it didn't like she, like, like she has a big thing with red phantoms having too much health. Mm-hmm. It just uh, did, didn't have that experience. Yeah. Like they all seemed like red phantoms generally are to me. And I can't articulate that in any other ways.
1: And, and we're in a tricky position or at least a different position because we are the only consistent voices on the show. And I think that we line up in a lot of ways towards seeing the same things. Yeah. Or at least, or at least have a very similar set of values with us. I mean, yeah.
2: DJ, don't lose all your heart because I didn't super love this either. Yeah. Like yeah. it was I thought it was really good, but I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing that ever happened.
0: So, yeah, you know, not that,
2: you're, you're not it, alone.
0: Yeah. It's not yeah. that we don't want to hear people who disagree with it or anything either. Like we, t- we totally do. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just sometimes it's hard when the criticisms just feel like something I like. I can't, you know, I just don't have anything to say. Like oh, I like, didn't seem that way to me. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know it's not because don't
2: believe gary he said before we we're uh before the recording i really don't want to hear from anyone that disagrees with me today <laughs> it is now it is he's thrilling. just trying to be nice and it's not i great. just want
0: a, a social justice hug box <laughs> echo chamber that's all i care about
1: <laughs> well you're on the right network gary
0: yeah it's just it's a white knight for for my causes there's no such thing as white knighting can we stop saying that <laughs> yeah as, please as that's like a that's, thing like that's, that's, that's real dumb that's, yeah, it's a real, real dumb. Not, I mean, I'm, I'm a straw man. I'm making up in my head. <laughs> You're a real idiot.
2: Like, I'm not saying no, this to anybody This it, it's, it's an thing. hypothetical asshole.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when I say real dumb, it is a dumb thing to say, not a thing yeah. that dumb people say. Like, yeah. yeah. You yeah. guys are the first people I've ever heard say it.
0: Oh. Oh, they, like, it comes up on, like, I've been accused of it on Twitter and stuff. And it, and it, and it comes up, and it just, it's dumb. Yeah. Anywho, um, Alex, do you want to read uh, Chase's comment?
2: I do. Comment? Chase Greenlee via Facebook uh, says, The Dark Souls 2 DLC never really landed for me. I'm always down for more souls, but nothing really connected with me like parts of the main game did. That is, until I plunged into the old chaos, fist first like a goddamn superhero, by using a Cestus and doing the drop attack. (laughs) Going from the stark white of the snow to the metal-as-hell lava land caught me off guard. It was a fight that rewarded not only excellent play but also exploration of the preceding area. It also changes the dynamic of a lot of boss encounters going from being a duel to being a battle, which we haven't seen yet in this Souls game. Not that I remember at least it was fun, different and great to have one final echo echo of the original dark souls.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Like
2: also that superhero thing is great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's really, really like mad. Me, uh... I didn't think of it. Yeah.
1: I just like, how amazing would it be if they put in a little shockwave if you did that? Yeah. It's like oh, so egg? good. I want <laughs> it.
0: The uh, One of the things they're doing in Scholar of the First Sin is making uh, the co-op, like being able to have six people mm-hmm. rather than four. Uh, and I thing's so you could have technically have two additional phantoms. So if you want to talk this, about this being a big brawl, you could conceivably bring down nine people <laughs> like into this, which is just
2: bonkers. I, I thought that. you were going to say, if you want to talk about being a superhero, you could all fashion souls as the
1: Avengers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you totally could.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there, there are enough of different permutations of the Avengers lineup that it would be accurate. <laughs>
0: yeah. You could, you could be, you could be uh, the, uh, the Feroza Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> North coast Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks, Chase. Yeah, thanks. No, no, yeah, nothing really to add, but I agree. Um, Mark says, via contact. Um, is it just me, or does the view looking out over the rest of uh, Ilium Lois look the same as when you left the graveyard as you approached the catacombs in Dark Souls 1? Is this actually taking place in a different part of Lirdrun? Um I know what he's talking about. It's that like big city you can't really mm-hmm. get to or see in yep. Dark Souls 1. Um, we talked about that a lot in the, the first episode
1: the other of the show, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the other burgs that you don't actually get to. Um, it does look a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. But again, that could just be same designers doing,
1: yeah.
0: doing the same thing.
1: Or making the same kind of castle town, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah, it, it is, it is at, at the very least evocative of that. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I also, I, also, I also saw that. Yeah, counts as yeah. something. But I mean, it's not just you.
2: Architecture migrates, you know, like they could have been influenced by, you know, you see Art Deco stuff popping, over, popping up all over the world. So, you know, you never know.
1: Yeah, we made that point in the Hades Tower of Flame episode too. Yeah, Just the idea that whatever, oh, yeah. yeah, whatever was brought up, uh, brought over, informs uh, Hades to look like in Orlando, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think that that is a
1: fantastic
0: explanation. Yeah, yeah, that, that that would make sense as well to me. But it does, it definitely evokes it. Yeah,
1: for sure. Thomas Maglia writes in via Facebook saying, "As Lana, now there's a daughter of Manas you can take home to Mama." <laughs>
0: Agreed. Also,
1: this DLC had some of my favorite weapons in the game. The Rampart Golem Lance was so fun, as was the Ivory Shortsword's lightsaber effect. I had huge huge hesitations killing the slouched over enemies at first, dreading a scenario like the dragon eggs in the airy. Once they turned hostile, however, I had to laugh at how overly paranoid Dark Souls has made me. I really enjoyed Aslana, uh, or Alsana, rather, uh, The Gathering of the Knights, and the final fight had a demonic chess game look to it. Um, all in all, it would have been my favorite DLC except for the, and then he puts in parentheses, see all the above comments, uh, about the challenge route complaints, which
0: we mm-hmm. haven't gotten to yet, but we talked yeah. about it in the episode. <laughs> see last week yeah. for us complaining yeah. about
1: the yeah. same thing. See anything Ooh. anybody has to say about the frigid ways.
0: Uh, body likes it. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I think I like, it's kind of weird. Like he's kind of into it in this weird way, like way more would, than I am. Would you say that he's yeah. white knighting for it? <laughs> I I would say he's Snow Snow White Knight.
1: Um. I, I I love the uh, the the chess battle. Um, yeah, that's awesome. because we didn't that's talk about awesome. it. The uh, the the uh, Lois knights, at least the burned ones, they serve a similar function as the uh, the the black knights from uh, from from Dark Souls One, in that they mm-hmm. are burnt up, charred versions. Yeah. So Thomas is absolutely right that you have the uh, the, the 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 chess look with these charred knights versus the non-charred ones. Hmm.
0: Um. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Like, like Thomas for sure. Um, and then I also uh the idea of the dragon eggs, <laughs> like it being a similar kind of thing is really cool. And I, I didn't uh, consider that. But maybe if you had actually done violence to these non hostile things, you'd be punished for it later. Yeah. So that, that is so possible. Yeah.
2: Because you wander yeah. through Drang Lake as a murderous bastard.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I've said it before, but like my fa- I love that uh in the uh, the Dragonary when when someone put the soapstone that was like stop, consider life. Or it was like, you know, something like that. I was like, oh (laughs) Yeah, I need to bash this egg open. (laughs) Yeah. Alex, do you want to read Stuart's?
2: Yes. Stuart via contact says When I first stepped into the kiln of the first flame, Dark Souls burst open for me. Those charred pillars and ashen dunes spoke to me like almost no game ever has. It seems like the sun itself could have been kindled in this place. It was that feeling that got me into the lore into the PvP, the speedruns, into every aspect of the game I could find. Only when diving that insane distance into the old chaos did I feel that explosive interest again. It kindled my curiosity and drove me me back deep into a world of lore I had only skimmed until that point. Even seeing Vendrick, the reveal of the Dragonary, or the final bout with... (laughs) bony mick want your souls <laughs> didn't pull me back in. didn't pull me in like that reveal the timing the atmosphere the battle all of it brought me back to the magic that first put dark souls on my list of truly great experiences i wonder if there are any singular moments like that for you guys if it was a gradual build of interest or if there was a single scene that sticks in your mind as defining this as a defining feeling of the soul series. I am sorry, you guys, I d- could not get through that That's for fine. my life. That's okay.
0: Yeah. yeah no, no worries there. The, um, yeah, it's interesting that uh, Stuart says that because both, uh, moments are really late, mm-hmm. you know, like he got that explosion in uh, killing of the first flame and at the last DLC boss
1: too. It makes a sense though, because like, you know, for everything to snap together, there has to be something there to snap together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So having a body of experience that all of a sudden is kind of like shifted into this new context, uh, mm-hmm. like that, I'm, you know, that, that, that resonates for me. Yeah. when we put uh, the last piece of the puzzle in. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and there has, yeah, it, the last piece of the puzzle exists on its own, but it doesn't, it's not the last piece unless until it's the last piece. Yeah. Um, Alex, what, do you have anything like that? Do you have any moments where like either of the, the games kind of came together for you?
2: Um, yeah, well this game specifically, I think, uh, when I realized or when I got to um, the Blue Cathedral and fought uh, Ornstein or mm-hmm. he's not Ornstein, he's the ancient something, something.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I was just like, oh, <laughs> I see what they're doing here. It mm-hmm. was a real like great feeling for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mine's no. pretty similar to that, too, actually, the reveal of Hate's Tower of Flame. I thought that it was in Orlando for you know for, for long enough to really kind of like make that be my line of questioning, and even if the answer was no, like this is not Lardran, like looking at it through that lens provided an in toward it, and the old Dragon Slayer fight was definitely a piece of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I also similar. Then I was under the wrong impression about the uh, the Duke's dear Freya forever. Mm-hmm. that uh, she actually crawled out of seath and i had this whole thing in my mind where like they had found the remains of seath and were mining crystal out of his corpse <laughs> um i was real into for a long time before i realized that it's not the same dragon yeah. um <laughs> partly because of like super low resolution mm-hmm. i realized like how many things just look so much better on I'm, I'm not trying to just up the you know talk up the pc but like there are so many things that just make more sense to me now that i'm not playing on the couch mm-hmm. from across from my ps3 um but as far as, like, moments, you know, a- other than that that I think about, um, that kind of stringer reveals from uh, Aldia's Keep mm-hmm. up into mm-hmm. the uh, the Ancient Dragon is really impressive to me. Like, Aldia's Keep, like, I, you know, immediately rushed to Facebook and talked Sugar about it. Like, oh, okay, like, there's this mad scientist here, and this is his, like, lab, and this is so cool that we're we're working in this, like, the where this guy is trying to make a dragon. Like, I just really like that a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree that there are those kind of parts where it's just, like, everything just kind of, like, feels better.
1: Yeah, yeah can i take this outside of dark souls 2 for a second yeah yeah dark souls 1 the moment for me that really made everything snap was when i figured out that there was a super complicated way to get back to the asylum Mm. i was like oh this is a crazy mysterious convoluted world where anything can happen and just everything is a mystery okay cool like that's Mm -hmm. what snapped the game together for me
0: yeah (laughs) yeah the uh and 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 kind of getting the interplay like when i found that when i was like oh i wonder where that tower goes to that's in um the uh the woods Mm -hmm. down there by the uh, the hydra oh man i got to get the key for that and then i got the key for it and went into it and it's like oh it's Havel (laughs) and it just goes back you know it like loops back Mm -hmm. like that was really cool yeah Uh, yeah um lachlan uh says by contact <clears throat> um, while I loved all the DLC areas, Crown of the Ivory King was by far my favorite. I love the desolate, snowy atmosphere. It reminded me a lot of the Painted World, which is probably my favorite area in the first Dark Souls. Me too, buddy. Um, I love seeing the mimics, golems, and treasure chests frozen in ice. I love the overwhelming and disorienting blizzard in the challenge area. I love the gaminess of the boss who is invisible until you find the right item. I loved re exploring the area after the wind stopped. Most of all, I love that final boss fight against the Ivory King and that entry to the arena. Wow. When I first attempted him, I hadn't found any of the Lois knights and was completely overwhelmed by the charred knights. After re-exploring the level and finding my shiny new knight squad, I tried again and had a unique experience in a Souls game, feeling like part of a battle instead of a lone murderer who vows to down every adversary. (laughs) When the king himself finally appeared, I was able to kill him on the first try, but I did not feel like uh, the fight was cheap or too easy. It felt like an honorable duel with an equal, but I had come through a gauntlet and come out on top. I think all three episodes of the DLC are great and really get back to the Dark Souls roots. But the more but more than the others, I felt like Crown of the Ivory King really captured the excitement and fun of exploration that made Demon Souls and Dark Souls 1 so compelling, and its best moments reminded me of some of my favorite moments from the first Dark Souls. If they're capable of making more episodes like this, I'm with you guys. I would buy a new one every month for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, I would probably do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, just get, you know, I understand why that won't happen. I do want to see them do more stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would just, you know... I would probably just do crown of the <laughs> whatever, every, every single color in the rainbow. <laughs> There's red and ochre and green and no. brown. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> crowns and <laughs> crown of the tungsten King.
0: <laughs> I am the taupe Lord in my taupe fields. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: I'd love to do crown of the yellow King.
0: Hell yeah. yeah oh, That'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't
1: it? Yeah. They,
0: they've already, they, they could bring it back. Yeah. Like it just have it built on the, the ruins of, uh, what's its head at latria <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be rad as shit <laughs> um but yeah other than i agree with this other than the challenge area <laughs> yeah
1: which i which i didn't yeah. Oh, don't worry we're gonna get there
0: <laughs> yeah the uh what mean? i just mean this uh the, uh latin's yeah. piece if i'm i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing that
1: yeah
0: but yeah agreed
2: hmm. agreed as well
1: Isaiah Christian writes in via Facebook saying, um, sarcophagus bobsleds to misery. I enjoyed the challenge shown here very much. The Blizzard environment, although very cheap and frustrating, was a cute little too easy for you. Try this shit from the developers to players. Worst thing about this DLC is being summoned to fight the main boss by someone who didn't free the AI knights for the fight. Alex. listen is, i apologized for that already. <laughs> yeah,
0: you can't prosecute Alex twice doesn't uh, sarcophagus bobsleds to misery sound like uh somebody trying not to swear
1: Sarc-
0: <laughs> <laughs> bobsleds to misery i don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> it's like when it's like a mom has stubbed her toe yeah yeah it's yeah. <laughs> oh, a, cool it a cool I mom a cool mom that would be amazing. Like, it's like your mom got replaced by an alien who only kind of understands language.
2: <laughs> like... on the a conehead.
0: Yeah. Wait, wait, I was watching, um, speaking of coneheads, I've been watching this, uh, this, sure, this, uh, cut, this cut, this cutthroat kitchen show, this okay. bad uh, reality TV show. And like, Alton Brown threw in a little coneheads reference out of nowhere that like, everyone just let him get away with. And he's like, are you ready to consume mass quantities? And I was like, what is go what? Like. You're like you seem like a pretty cool guy, Alton Brown. Why are you doing this? (laughs) It's
1: been 25 years since that movie. Is it is it bad that that raises him? Like I I didn't think I could respect Alton Brown anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's actually if you watch that show, he's a monster. Cool. Like he he's
0: he's really hard to watch. Like he's just like a real low key figure. Uh But then every once in a while he does something like that goofy, (laughs) and you can tell he's just like off the cuff and didn't probably think of it as a Conan's reference when he said it. But like. (laughs) That that's what that is, right? There's no other consume yeah. mass quantities like that's the coneheads.
1: That's okay. that's 100% cone heads <laughs> Okay, I'm down. I'm down. I dig it. there good good, good job, Alan Brown. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so that's so that's another uh, dissenting opinion on the frozen on the on the frigid race rather rather. Um, I, I think that all of the challenge areas, uh with the exception maybe of Alans and the Iron King DLC, um. Are proof that when From is explicitly developing for difficulty, they can't succeed.
0: I, I don't I don't know if I agree with that. I think a lot of the challenge areas in the air, the levels are are that mm-hmm. like especially in in
1: uh, Iron King. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like, like de- designing for specifically this kind of difficulty. I guess which makes yeah. it an effecti- an effectively meaningless statement. However, it's like this is the, like it, it's almost one hundred percent whiffs. To me, to me,
0: I think there are whiffs too, but to me, they actually don't seem, other than the Ivory King one, don't seem that different than actual areas of the game. The reason why I think they fall flat is because they're they go on so long, mm. and they're to no yeah. end. Yeah, like they're just this big dumb optional corridor. Like if little bits, if you were to cut up the Iron King, those like individual floors with the sniper mages and mm. and stuff, like I would be okay with that as part of the level. Mm. If it fit in like in like a diegetic way, mm. what makes me what bothers me is that it is meaningless to go fight a boss. Like you go through this TDM to go fight a boss that you've already fought before,
2: mm.
0: you know, to get a minor reward.
2: That was the biggest bullshit. I was I felt like a slap in the face after I fought through all that thing and then had to fight this stupid smelter demon again.
0: Yeah. And like so far, all of them have been for enemies we've already fought. Like even gang squad is like those are versions of enemies we've already fought. Yeah, you know they're just invaders. Like, if they put something, re- I think there should be a really interesting optional boss there. And like, I don't even want to like. It's hard for me to lump Alan in there because that adds that adds to the story. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives it definitely a challenging area. Yeah. But like, it, it that's it seems more significant to me.
2: Yep. You know, you know, what would be great if is instead of those two cats, we fought like a like a really big red invader that was in like sort of a chariot pulled by two or three of those horses. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What and, if, and what, what
1: if we fought Santa, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Make it like a, a version of the executioner chariot. That would be awesome. In the war on Christmas, what side are you on? He
0: <laughs> swings
1: around throwing gifts at you.
0: Pretty <laughs> amazing. And and then when they land, they're like the little Gifts in the game, the in-game gifts, and you yeah. pick them up—they're just rubbish.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> or are uh, charcoal resin? Yes. <laughs> no, no it's, you've been very bad. Special <laughs> special items. Uh, it's an eggnog resin.
2: <laughs> oh, I can finally nog my sword. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get
0: nogged. That just becomes the the, ma- the meme for the for YouTube's. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, Shall I read Jose's?
0: Yep. Uh,
2: Jose Maya via Facebook writes, The challenge area was the area that finally broke me. I've beaten every other area in both Souls games, most of them a few times. But after beating my head against the snowy wall repeatedly, I finally decided to wait for my buddy to get to the end of the DLC so we could go do the area together. We did so, and it worked out pretty well. For a while. We managed to beat the crap out of the magic charging reindeers and found the boss arena. We walked in, and it's another cat. Wow, thanks, From. That was innovative. Sorry, I've been in Ireland for a while. That was innovative. <laughs> then the other cat showed up. I died and Rage quit the game. The true Dark Souls experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not great.
2: Yeah. But it's, imagine it's, if instead of those cats, it was Santa.
0: Yeah, then I would be pretty pretty into it. The Because I, I thought it was like evocative, the idea, of like he has these seven pets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, we're going to meet those pets. And then when you do, it's like I wished on a monkey paw. Like... <laughs>
1: You know, Rather, like, you want them like to meet this. their pets, yeah. They
0: suck. <laughs> and he had to go through a 20-minute slog to get to them. <laughs> um, Matthew says, by contact, uh, rolling that big snowball was awesome. The snowball had a real big effect on people. Um, <laughs> destroying those dudes on the bridge and creating a shortcut at the same time felt great, even though I never ended up needing to use that shortcut. Screw those respawning horses in the snowy field. I did not enjoy that area. I didn't have too much trouble fighting them. But when I couldn't figure out which way I was supposed to be going, I was constantly having to stop to fight them. Uh, because I was stop- constantly having to stop to fight them, I wasn't having very much fun. I eventually ended up running past all the horses and through the whole area until I reached the boss door, while Vengarl and whoever that other person was uh, trailed behind. That's a fever! <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and they will kind of uh, aggro the horses for a while, but they just don't last very long. Um, and th- that touches on a reason why this is so hard is that, like, you can't maintain orientation during a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if I know I'm heading in a direction because I saw – before the snowstorm, I saw a ruin there. If I get into a fight, I can't keep my camera in that direction. So mm-hmm. it's very hard to figure out which way to go. You know? Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah That's exactly right.
0: You know, I <laughs> wonder if um, – uh, what is it? Those uh, the prism stones would help for this. Huh. Like, you leave, a, you leave a line of prism stones, like, can, once every, like, 10 feet. Yeah, breadcrumb trail. Yeah. So, and then that way, you have like at least a straight line to keep your orientation.
2: Do the prism... Cool. I, no, Now, cool. I've, I've never used a prism
0: stone. Do they stick around after you die? Um, I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know because I use them. Like, I use like two of them in the Dukes uh, in the Crystal Caverns in Dark Souls One, and then realized <laughs> I could do the same thing with my bow and arrow. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it'd be quicker. So I, I haven't really used them either. Neither yeah, have I. Hmm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I in the Duke's Archives, I did it uh, with soapstone soap messages. Yeah, I just left myself in a, a trail of messages saying this way over and over and over again. I guess
0: you could do that too with uh, with a snow trail.
1: With the uh, oh yeah, yeah. Huh. With the added benefit of maybe lighting up the path for somebody else.
0: Yeah. But I've never seen anyone do that, which makes me think I wonder if it'll let you do it. Yeah, because I feel like I would have seen some some more soapstone messages. Yeah. Or yeah, there, there's some around, but they're not
2: like pointing at anything. Yeah, it just says this way. But if you come upon it, like it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't help. yeah. Super helpful. <laughs>
1: hmm i'm gonna move on to like a just fun in here um from rj sebastian who writes in via contact um saying i entered ash lake and i'm just about level 46 or so and i haven't gotten the lord vessel yet so i knew thanks to you that i shouldn't rest at bonfires down the way well i made it to the dragon and to my surprise you don't like the bonfire you automatically just rest there I was very lucky because I got out in one try. There are very few long ladders and, uh, that, uh, that lead to the first platform with Basilisk, uh, so it actually isn't so hard. The only hard part is to find the second ladder uh, after the Ash Lake. It's very well hidden against the wall. And I just put that in there for just funnin because that is uh, somebody else who should have listened to our advice yeah <laughs> uh... well he did but he didn't uh uh it didn't execute right but yeah. uh, it's a it is a way that our that our that our advice factored into his playthrough yeah and yeah. so I'm, but he made it out uh, Yeah. yes he, yes he did i am i am including this as a kind of mercenary thing if you know people who are getting into dark souls we can provide a much-needed service <laughs> yes <laughs> yes
0: yes um yeah so yeah thanks everybody um, that, if you have things to say about the uh, you know about the end game kind of culminating thoughts on Dark Souls 2 before it gets made invalid in a couple <laughs> months um please let us know um reach out to us duckfee.tv for us contact that's what we're going to be talking about during the next episode and the first half is going to be me and Cole talking about it and the second half is going to be yeah. all your stuff so we want to hear about it um, try to limit it you know like we just saying like in the end I think Dark Souls 2 is really good is less useful than like this is what I think <laughs> the story and like what the wrap up means Mm -hmm. to us. Um, So try to limit it to that just in, uh, you know, not to discourage anybody's contributions, but just uh, that's, that's more kind of what we're talking about. And uh, yeah, Alex, thank you again for sticking around.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Thanks. Thanks fellas. I had a really great time.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. If, uh, if, again, if you end up getting Bloodborne, we'll, we'll swing on by, we'll swing on by Dublin town and pick up (laughs) the, um, where can uh, people, I I can probably
2: pick you guys up.
0: If you're, by,
2: if you're swinging by Dublin, I can go out to the airport. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's not just us wandering through the rain.
0: Um, <laughs> okay. um, where, where can people find your stuff online? Uh,
2: you can find me at at uh, J Alex on Twitter um, or listen to my show. There you are that I do with my friend Dan uh, at www.thereyouarepodcast.com
0: Yeah, Slash absolutely. Yes, <laughs> and, and, uh, and you should check it out. It is uh, it is worth your time. Um, yeah, and uh, as far as we're concerned, um, ratings, reviews on iTunes, it's all appreciated. Mm-hmm. And uh, becoming a patron on Patreon is also appreciated. If you go to mm-hmm. patreon.com forward slash truck feed TV, um, even as little as a dollar a month makes a, a big difference. I had the realization that if everyone who listened, downloads our show gave us a dollar a month, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that we could just do this full time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, wow. like really easily. So like, just throw that in there. Whenever we say like, man, I would love to do a show about this, but we have to do all this other garbage. Like mm-hmm. so everybody downloads a dollar a month. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like, I don't want to speak for everyone in the network and just say, <laughs> I would quit and Cole would quit and, <laughs> and all that stuff. But like, it is just yeah. a li- little bit helps is all I'm trying to say.
1: Yes. It would, it would solve a lot of problems. And, yeah. uh, if, if, you know, acknowledging that everybody paying a dollar for every download is, uh, is, is ridiculous. You know what happens when you donate $5? You cover uh you cover all those other people who didn't yeah, yeah exactly yeah so
0: so yeah we 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 definitely uh definitely appreciate it so yeah. um yeah I think that's probably it just gonna um, have out. some some brief uh, deleted scenes yeah Up and out, and yeah and we'll see you guys next week see ya. Um, boss, <laughs> um, boss. Um, boss.
2: Uh, fellas give me two seconds I have to grab my charger real quick
0: okay that's fine
1: Take a drink of water. Yeah, I've earned it.
0: Take a drink, and drink of water. <laughs> He's mining for his charger.
1: <laughs> uh, take some time to play uh, to play some of the songs in bass and rock band, Gary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, I will. There's there's some gems in there that I didn't realize were so good.
0: Yeah, I definitely will. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Kind of start playing it soon, and then just kind of make my way through as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Like making sure I do the minimum, but again, I've got a—I do feel like I've got <laughs> yeah. enough just hours into it.
1: Institutional to, knowledge.
0: Yeah. yeah, not as much as you do. Like I think that you—you you definitely spent more time in that game than I have. But like, I've spent a lot.
1: So. Yeah. yeah, So I like—like like basically what I've—what I've, what I've <sighs> done. I played—I played everything on guitar, uh, most things on bass, and I'm probably going to be very selective about vocals and drums mm-hmm. because vocals are difficult in my apartment and drums oh, yeah. i'm not going to be anywhere near as good as i used to be so yeah 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 <laughs> this is right. noise. there's all kinds of foley going on there <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like that uh the, the mansion scene in monkey island yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. I was here the whole time. Oh. Podcast audience. (laughs) You're you're just like playing with some tinfoil to create the sound effects. (laughs) Uh, So I forget where we're. Oh, we were talking about uh, how he's playing with you like a cat. Yeah.
2: Like a cat. Oh, yeah. Good call.
0: I have to talk on on mic necessarily about that but yeah. i would i would feel so much cleaner if we didn't have dark souls 2 content leaking into our <laughs> into Bloodborne. Our Bloodborne. yeah yeah um, yeah
2: otherwise you just feel nasty
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah a military man like a military plate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's, that, that's all that that's a toys quote Oh, okay um, right. that, that's something ll cool j says in toys i don't know that's like always stuck with me i don't know why
1: um <laughs> I love he's the, explained
0: see, to joan cusack
1: i like i like a military plate i've never i've never heard of that uh terminology yeah no, came from ll cool very, j in toys hmm. nice turn of phrase mm-hmm. yeah well it's, it's it's he's a good
0: uh good guy <laughs> um, sure i
2: don't yeah, think yeah, he's making he he any issue with LL cool yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like
1: he's fine Cool. Yeah. And we have you coming into your own track and everything as well. So oh, so cool. a, everything is everything is taken care of on my end. Awesome.
0: Cool. Uh, just uh, I'm this is Gary. Just, hi. Uh, hi, Alex. Hi,
1: Gary. You know, I listen to the show. <laughs> oh, no, I,
0: I just wanted to introduce yeah. a, as
1: people, though. Yep. Oh. So <laughs>
0: the,
1: uh, uh, and I'm the cabinet. <laughs>
2: cool. The cabinet Ross. <laughs> oh, that's good. Is that your morning show? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Stick yeah. drugs in him. He's yeah. the medicine the ca- cabinet.
1: <laughs> uh yes, that is that is our morning show. <laughs> yes, and
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. it was seamless.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, very smooth. Um Elizabeth says hi. Yeah, uh, hi Elizabeth. I, I will I will relay that to her tomorrow.
2: <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to give her a call.
0: <laughs>
2: you don't want to give her a call right now.
0: I I could. I could could patch her in.
2: (laughs) Hey, babe, what do you think about Dark Souls? You're on cabinet in the morning. Yeah,
0: you're on the cabinet, boys.
2: (laughs) Um, Dan was telling me, uh, Gary, that he tried to get you to have him on the show having never played any Dark Souls. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) it was funny because he was joking and then I was in a weird mood or had some beers or something. So I didn't know at first. And I was like, just like trying to politely just be like, ah, that'd be weird. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um <laughs> it, was, it was totally jokey But we've talked about having um or I've talked to Elizabeth about having her on and having the same kind of thing. Like, okay, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. What do we know about the word dark? <laughs> well, <laughs> it stands in contrast to light. It yeah. is uh That's you know
2: thematically appropriate for the game, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it's looks it looks a concept dark. of darkness. Yeah. Um, what is a soul? That's uh, well, we could fill 90 minutes right there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah. Some religions have dedicated thousands of years to that question.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah there are entire philosophy departments at universities. Um, yep. Just talking yeah. about that in, right now. In the soul industrial complex. <laughs> Big soul.
0: Um, you're listening to Theology Cabinet with Harry Axe. Greek. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Oh, I was just going to call it the, uh, the 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 religion cabinet, but that would just be a tabernacle, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah a That's cloister. exactly
0: what a
2: tabernacle is. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, a, it's a religion cabinet. I mean, an ark could good to be also
2: maybe an ark. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of a, a religion footlocker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, the mall didn't know what to expect when the religion footlocker took hold.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, the religion footlocker is too bad, but it, it's right next to the religion lady footlocker. Mm. And that just takes up a lot of mall real estate.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: They wash your feet before they, they <laughs> shoot <them. Yeah>.
1: up. <laughs> and then <laughs> they wear striped habits. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, cool. Do you guys want to talk about the, this uh, game? What we like to play?
1: We all pray that we will have far more
0: soon